we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there... Keep going, because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Talking right now. You're about to experience a morning show unlike any other. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. I hope to see y'all every morning. What you guys are doing right now is the hub culture. The Breakfast Club is my morning sit. I need it and I love it so much. I feel like you're really not popping until you do the Breakfast Club. I've been waiting to come to y'all's show, man. I know you got to be a big time celebrity to be up in here. You got to be big time. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Break the fuck out. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. And you're listening to the last days of the Breakfast Club as you know it. Is that your sweeper? Gotta make my own sound effects. All right. 
Got to make more sound effects. How was everybody's week? Takes too long around here. Ooh. Weekend was great, man. Um, you know, uh, this weekend, August 14th, was uh, Charlemagne the God Day in uh, Monk's Corner, South Carolina, and Charleston, South Carolina, and North Charleston, South Carolina. So, you know, spent the weekend doing what I love to do around this time of year, which is my annual backpack and school supply giveaway and fish fry. And it was a great event. Salute to Berkeley High School in Monk's Corner, South Carolina for hosting me mm-hmm. uh, again this year. Always feels good to do stuff like that at a school I got kicked out of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. yes. congratulations. Did you go down there? No, I wasn't down there. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, shout out to you. Congratulations to you. Yes. Shout out to everybody out in South Carolina. We do the same thing. We actually do it this weekend. We make it a little fun. We do a rally. So, you know, I have my car show. So we get about, it's about 80, 90 of us. And we drive from New York City to Atlantic City. Everybody puts some money in. And then we uh, usually donate about eight to 9,000 backpacks. So we do each borough, uh, Connecticut. We do Jersey. We do Philly. Shout out to PCNY, Wayne. And uh, we just, you know, try to help as much as we can so that is uh this saturday we rally to the uh car show and if you want more information you can just dm me and i'll give you guys some information shout out to everybody in charlotte too i was out in charlotte with louis v. 704 mm-hmm. the right. foe queen city shout out to louis v had a lot of fun out in charlotte what you do this weekend easy um you know i was at martha's vineyard i came back what else did i do oh i had to do an interview um on saturday it was a long one too job so. interview no, it was okay. <laughs> I think she. I think she has a few. I think of those. she has a job. Yeah, I think I have a job, but um, I guess that'll be out next month sometime. So shout out to Noah Callahan Bever who did the interview. Okay. All right. Well, let's get this show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about let's talk about Deshaun Watson. He did an interview where he apologized to quote all of the women that I have impacted in this situation, all the women who have accused him of sexual misconduct. All right, we'll get into that next. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. 
Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Breakfast Club, good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. I see NFL preseason is back. Yes, indeed. I haven't uh, watched any games, but I've been watching, seeing it all over the television. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know they had preseason this weekend. I saw it this morning when I saw that my Cowboys lost 17-7 in the preseason. I was like, damn, I feel like the preseason is starting early, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got, Easy? Well, let's talk about Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. For the first time ever, he has publicly apologized to the women who are accusing him of sexual misconduct during massage sessions. This interview took place during the Browns pregame show and it aired on Cleveland News 5. I want to say that I'm truly sorry to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. Um, my decisions that I made in my life that put me in this position, um, you know, I, w- I would definitely like to have back. But I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and, and show that, you know, I am a, a true person of, of character and I want to keep pushing forward. But also the biggest thing is I want to continue counseling and I want to make sure that I'm growing as a person, as an individual uh, for my decision making on and off the field. And I want to make sure that, you know, I'm just evolving in the community as much as possible. And that's for the Cleveland community. That's the NFL community and beyond. Now, what is he apologizing for exactly? Because he hasn't been accused of any crimes, and as far as I know, he hasn't admitted to anything. So what was, what was he apologizing for? Well, it was his mm-hmm. actions during massage sessions, and he said he had, but previously he said he had no regrets about his actions, and he did admit that he regretted the impact the allegations had on the people around him, but now he's apologizing and saying that he's going to grow and learn Was he admitting that. he did something no, wrong in those massage sessions? That's it what doesn't I'm, sound like it. That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I'm wondering what he's apologizing for. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's 25 lawsuits against him. And so but he's know, always he said did, there's he no did merit settlements with, with 30 women who made mm-hmm. claims that were prepared to make them against the NFL. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what those, some people would tell you a settlement might mean you just want it to go away. It might be an admission of guilt to some people. Who knows? Well, that's what I mean. Don't you got to admit your guilt before you apologize? I think part of the problem that he was having, too, because, you know, he has a six-game suspension, mm-hmm. and the NFL was looking for a tougher punishment against him. But part of it is that he had no remorse. And so the judge did say that an aggravating factor in her decision to suspend him for six games was 
his lack of remorse. Mm. So we don't know if this is something genuine. We don't know if this is strategic because of your lack of remorse Oh, it's so like when, you, when your mama tell you to apologize, you really don't want to apologize, but you got to apologize, yeah. so you the just N- apologize? The NFL also has no precedent for this, though, because when you go back to somebody like Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. who, he was accused of rape twice, and on his second time being accused, he got suspended for six games. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, there's what's... what's They're what? looking at precedents and saying this is... That's what I'm saying, there's no precedent what, for it. Mm-hmm. Now, too, so, so, you know, he has settled or agreed to settle... He has settled or agreed to settle all but one of the lawsuits which are remaining, which remains pending. So in July, like we said, they reached settlements with 30 women who made claims or were prepared to make them against the NFL, and that is for enabling... Alleged in the enabling of his behavior. So... You know, I don't know if we look at this as an admission of guilt, but he did say to all of the women that I have impacted in this situation. So that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Let us know how your weekend was, what you did. Was it great? Was it not? Call us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, good morning. It's Shanice from Dane. How y'all doing this morning? Peace, Shanice from Dane. Good morning, good morning. And Julie, I just wanted to say I'm very proud of you. Congratulations on your new radio show you're about to come out with. Thank you. know, you. I'm looking for big things for you. Um, I want to give a special shout out to myself. You know, I turned 29, y'all. Finally Happy birthday. Hey. Happy birthday. Thank you. I tried to get on here on Friday because eventually, originally my birthday was on Friday, but I couldn't, you know. But um, I made it. I'm here. I'm blessed. And today I go do something major. I go get my house keys from my house. So it's just blessings after blessings. So I wanted to give blessings a special blessing to myself. So today's your you birthday know, and you got up. a new crib. And I got a new crib. Congratulations. So, you know, I know that's right, girl. My, thank you. Love you guys. And I thank you for looking, letting me get on here. Shout out to my fiance, too. Okay, mom. And you got a fiance. You go, girl. Thank you, go, you go girl. You go, Jesus girl. Christ! You can tell you born in the 1900s. <laughs> Jesus girl. Christ! You Hello. go, girl. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Jay. I'm calling from Atlanta. Hey, Jay. And I wanted to give it up my chest this morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. I'm super, super duper excited for you. Oh, Thank you. And I wanted to also say that I'm even more happy that you're getting it. And now Charlemagne and Envy won't be saying you up every time you're doing your, your segments and stuff, you know? Because I'd be <laughs> waiting for you to finish. And here they come. We're talking about other stuff. But anyway. Yeah, because it's, it's not like that's not our job to talk. I know, but y'all be cutting her off. Y'all forever putting her off. Every single time. All time. But then, Envy, I wanted to get off my chest with you. How come y'all will never play the new um, DJ Khaled? Uh, and baby, and I know you tripping. That's all iHeartRadio yeah. does is play the we new Cali and baby and Drake. What are you talking week? about? They here play in Atlanta. I promise you, here in Atlanta, I don't hear that from the day before the big song came out. And y'all played it all day. I ain't never heard it again. That well, that should tell you about the record. You can't force people to like something that they don't like. Oh, that's sucks. And if you do yeah. like it, you do like it. That's why you got Title and Apple and everything else. I know, but I listen to y'all all day. All day. That's what. Uh, that's the only station I'm. Now. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll add it soon, Mama. I'm sure. I'm. I'm shocked that it's not already added. They'll add it soon, Mama. 
don't know if it's me or her phone sound a little. And see, we should have been cut you off. We should have been interrupted you while you was talking a long time ago because of the way your phone sounds. Hello, who's this? It's Essie. Get it off your chest, mama. Alrighty. So basically, I'm going in to work this morning. And I go in and I have a customer come to me. So she goes in, she grabs two bags of candy. She wants to pay for it. She doesn't have no money. So I tell her, go to the side because I have other customers. So she goes to the side. Then she goes outside. She goes for an hour and she sits there. And then I'm looking because the lady's sitting there dozing on. Not me minding, paying no mind to it. So I go out there the next 30 minutes later. The woman's passed out on the ground from an opioid overdose. Damn. Oh, my gosh. Didn't see that twist coming. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. That was a good twist, man. I'm sorry you had to live through that. Oh, no. Yeah, the ambulance is there. The police is there. It's just a big old thing. How'd it end? How's he doing now? How's she doing? I don't really know how she's doing, but we're going to call and make sure that she's doing fine. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Wow. Well, thank you, Mom. I'm sorry you had to go through that again. No, that's fine. I'm just hoping that she's okay. Yeah. Alrighty, y'all have a good one. Thank you, you too. too. Damn it. Hello, who's this? Renee. Damn, who house you leaving now that you shouldn't have been been at? How about you oh, need no, to stop doing listen, this? I was actually being good this weekend. What I need to get off my chest, I have to ask everyone on the pop uh, morning crew, is there anything wrong with being friends with your ex? No. I don't think so. Well, I got to know about okay. what the situation yeah, is yeah, now. What happened, though, no, 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 no. What's it? What are you in a relationship okay. now? Are you married? No, 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 no. Um, happily single, trying to work on myself. Um, okay. I been friends with my ex. We were together for ten years. We have kids involved, so we okay. continue to still be friends. His new girlfriend decided to go through his cell phone and get upset because we are still friends. Well, what did she see and, in there? Like, when you say friends, what kind of messages? Um, I messaged him like, hey, how you doing? How's the kids doing? You know, it was nice talking to you the other day. Or, hey, you know, because our kids are going to college, you know, we got seniors, you know. And, um, hey, if um, baby girl needs anything for college, you know, have her call me. Okay, so nothing weird, like, I love you, I miss you. No, no, heck no. It's better to be single and just friends because I couldn't stand him as a, a boyfriend. Right. You don't and even want him back. Off his friends. Well, it's really not your wrong. problem. He's got to handle that then. As long as you're not doing anything that's out of bounds and y'all got kids together, you know, he's going to have to handle that, not you. Man, stop texting that woman boyfriend. Okay, listen, like I told her before, <laughs> you are a placeholder for me. Oh, oh see what I'm saying? Now the truth comes Stop out. Stop texting that woman boyfriend wow. now. Now the truth okay, comes no, out. No, no, no. That's no, why no, she don't like no. you. Exactly. Uh-uh, no, she doesn't No, She doesn't like me because of the simple fact is, no, we don't have any biological kids together, but if you've been in some kid's life for 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Ma'am, you can't, ma'am, you can't. leave that woman boyfriend alone, ma'am. <laughs> Oh, I, like I told her, if I wanted him, I'd have him again. Well, wow. this is why she don't like that's you. Why, that's why you didn't you say me. you didn't say you told her that. <laughs> okay, well, see, listen. You know what, Angela? I cannot wait till you get your own show because you bring out everything. But see, the men they always go, you know, side with the men and stuff. Like, I'm not oh, side with the men. I'm just telling you that you. I can I can hear it as soon as you told the story. I'm like, it's simple. Leave that woman boyfriend alone because you wouldn't want nobody doing that to your boyfriend. Yeah, you I didn't tell him. us that you said I could have him anytime I want him. You a placeholder. I can hear it in her voice. 
No, no, listen, I can't be a I can be a petty person, but the thing is legitly we have, you know, we have kids. I've been in his kid's life for 10 years like he was. I definitely don't want you uh, texting my boyfriend now that I heard you on The Breakfast Club and heard what you really about, okay? So leave Charlamagne's boyfriend leave, alone. Leave, boyfriend leave, alone. That, <laughs> leave that woman's boyfriend alone. Okay? Y'all have a blessed day. Did she hung up on us. Yeah, because yeah, you're us. telling her the truth. Nobody want to hear the truth. If you want to give us some BS, generic, no- nothing, then she'll take that. But when you tell them the truth, you want to run. I wish somebody would speak to, my, <laughs> to me like that about my boyfriend, and I'd be okay with it. What? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about this. I wish every 19-year-old girl would come home from college and that gift instead of buying them jewelry or a vacation, is that their parents would take them to freeze their eggs. We'll tell you who had that to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, Mindy Kaling, in an interview with Marie Claire's recent wellness-themed issue magazine, uh, talked about freezing your eggs. She said, I waited until I had the means and that made all the difference. The choice to have a child by yourself on your own terms. It was the best part of my life. She also says, I wish every 19-year-old girl would come home from college and that the gift, instead of buying them jewelry or a vacation <sighs> or whatever, is that their parents would take them to freeze their eggs. They could do that once and have all these eggs for them for their futures to focus in your 20s and 30s on your career and yes, love, but to know that when you're emotionally ready and if you don't have a partner, you can still have children. Expensive process, though. It's not cheap. No, it's not cheap at all, but I, I And agree. I think it is tough on your body, too. To what? For some people, to freeze, freeze your eggs. eggs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would advise uh, anybody to just in case, because sometimes when you get, you know, a little older and you want to have babies, sometimes you don't have as many eggs, as many good eggs. Really? And yes. What else? No, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good conversation to have, because I think sometimes you also don't even think of that or know about that as an option. So I think it's something that people should discuss a lot earlier. I know during the pandemic, a lot of my friends froze their eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got a bunch of homegirls who did that. And Kendra G did that. And Angela Rye did that. They've been open about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. But I think when we were younger, it wasn't even a conversation. Not a conversation at all. Yeah, Didn't even so know you it, can do that. It is a good thing to discuss. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Cardi B is showing off her hair care routine. And... She said the secret, if you guys saw her long, thick hair, is that she uses onions. She said, my last two washes, I've been boiling onions and using the water to wash my hair. She said it's something that she used to do six years ago when I started my healthy hair growth journey. She said, I stopped because I got really lazy. And she also said it is odorless, and it's been giving a shine to her hair. Now, I gotta, I, you got to prove to me it's odorless now, because all I feel is musty when you say you wash your hair with onions. Especially yeah. in the summertime. You step out after washing your hair with onions, people be like, did you leave your deodorant at home? Yeah, maybe after that, too, you also use shampoo to wash the smell out. Who knows? But she said it's odorless. Now, doctors have said that while it's not a medically approved treatment and it should not be used as a replacement, it does have its benefits. Are we so sure it good... won't work for all forms of hair mm. loss, but you could try it. Are we sure a good sister Cardi don't have COVID? Because I don't believe that washing your hair with onions would be odorless. There ain't no such thing as odorless onions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I listen. I've never, <laughs> I've never tried it. And you'll never try it. What? Tell me. I just know it ain't no such thing as odorless onions. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Now Safari was trending over the weekend after an alleged sex tape of him and his rumored to be girlfriend Kimbella Matos. Not that Kimbella, but a different Kimbella. 
surfaced on the Internet. And Safari went on Twitter on Friday and said, I am taking full legal and criminal action. The person who did that is going to pay. And I'm not letting up either, not letting this one slide. This is a cyber crime, and I am pressing full charges. I don't know if you guys had an opportunity to see the uh, alleged sex tape. No, I didn't see <laughs> you didn't I don't look- even know why we call those sex tapes anymore. Just like I don't know why we still say mixtape. Like, There's got to be a new term we can come up with for the, that kind of content. What do you want to call it? I don't know because it ain't on no tape no more. I know that much. <laughs> sex file? <laughs> sex Something. File. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> All right. Now, Mariah Carey's house in Atlanta was burglarized while she was on vacation. According to page six, while she was vacationing in both Capri, Italy and in a $20 million mansion in the Hamptons, her Atlanta house was robbed. Police have confirmed the break-in, but they said it's still an open investigation, so information may be limited. It's unknown what was taken. Mariah Carey's rep did not respond to requests for comment. You figure Mariah have all types of security in, that, in her cribs, right? Yeah. And a lot of times, that's why you're like, this had to be an inside job mm-hmm. when something like that happens. All right, and Yvonne Orji, congratulations to her. She has been tapped to star in Netflix's upcoming drama, Stronger. Now, according to Deadline, she'll also executive produce it. And it was created and written by Sheldon Turner. Stronger is a woman empowerment series that follows the life of Tony Winslow that's played by Yvonne Orji. Winslow becomes obsessed with bodybuilding and begins to explore the thin line between self-empowerment from self-destruction. As she struggles with who she wants to be, she undergoes a physical and... Emotional transformation. Okay, dropping the clues bonds for Yvonne OG. I mean, Yvonne about to get diesel on us. I know. She about to get swole on us. All right, Nicki Minaj has made Spotify history with her new single, Super Freaky Girl. According to chart data, that track made more than 3 million first day streams and also became the top new entry on the Spotify Global Chart, debuting at number 13. It's also the biggest debut for a solo female rap song in Spotify history. Really? Yes. Wow. Congratulations. I haven't heard it yet. Never heard it? Yeah, with the Rick James sample. I feel like, didn't we play it on Friday? We played a snippet of it. Yeah, we played a snippet of it. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and we'll talk about um, the brother of a former NFL player is wanted in connection to a shooting that broke out during an argument at a youth football game in Texas. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Paid for by NHTSA. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yeezy? All right, well, let's start with the brother of ex-NFL player, uh, Kib Talib. Uh, His name is Yaqib Talib. He has been identified as a suspect in a shooting that happened Saturday evening at Lancaster Community Park in southeast Dallas County. Mm. Gunfire erupted, and this was all during an argument between opposing coaches and the officiating crew. It all ended up turning physical at a youth football game. And one coach has died, unfortunately. That coach has been identified as Mike Hickman in local reports. 
That is so sad. I mean, nothing should ever be that serious at a youth football game, a youth football league. I mean, you think about it. These leagues are created so kids can stay off the street, so they have something to do, so they can have training in the, in the proper, learn the prop, the right way to play any type of game, whether it's tennis, football, basketball, baseball, or whatever that sport may be. But th- that should never happen, well, and, and also, especially in front of those kids. And also, 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 they got to learn the right temperament <clears throat> as human beings. Correct. You know, uh, maybe there was more to the situation than just you know an argument on the youth football field. Now, Lancaster City spokesperson Scott Finley said authorities believe that Yaqib Talib, who's um, Akib, Akib, Akib Talib's brother, was a suspected shooter. Y'all got shooter. some names on y'all. Mm-hmm. And an attorney for Akib Talib told TMZ that Akib was present when this unfortunate incident occurred and is very distraught and devastated over this terrible loss of life. He would like to convey his condolences to the family of the victim and to everyone who witnessed this unfortunate tragedy. That's horrible. It was just a, it was an argument over the game. That's yeah. what it seemed like. Here's video. Over the game. Of the whole thing that's out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch it. As soon as I see people say fatally and then they post videos, I don't watch it. Well, those. you can't see anybody get shot. You just oh. see everybody fighting and running around and you hear the gunshots and everybody take off. You don't see anything, but it's, it's sad. I mean, nothing should go that far in a youth football game. And where was youth it? Football league. What state was it? Texas. This was in Texas. So it might, it, I mean, it's possible it could be staying your ground depending on, you know, how the situation went down. All right, now three people were injured in a shooting in the parking lot of a Six Flags Great Adventure Amusement Park. This was in Illinois at around 8 p.m. The police responded to multiple 911 calls. A 17-year-old male and 19-year-old female were brought to a hospital with non-life-threatening leg injuries. A third person had a shoulder injury and declined to go to the hospital. They said it was not a random act. It appeared to be a targeted incident that occurred outside the park. And a dog belonging to a gay French couple has contracted monkeypox after sharing the bed with the couple. So the Parisian men who are aged 44 and 27 are believed to have contracted the virus after having sexual contact with other guys during their non-monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. The couple said they then noticed that their greyhound, their Italian greyhound, had developed um, these bumps on its stomach. And a PCR test on the animal later confirmed that it did have the virus. The dog did share a bed with the two men and perhaps <clears throat> licked one or both of them before licking himself. That is hilarious. Y'all can sit here and try to act like that's not funny y'all y'all want, but there is some comedy within that whole situation right there. Okay? That is hilarious. You hear me? That dog is I don't even believe you, you, to be honest with you. You need to cite your sources. <laughs> I don't believe that's a real story. It's in the New York Post. I believe this is rumor report right now. Okay, <laughs> you're not going to make me believe that a Dalmatian, that was a Italian Dalmatian, greyhound. It's a greyhound. And, oh, okay, I'm sorry, an Italian greyhound that belonged to a gay couple got monkeypox because they laid in the bed with the gay couple. I don't believe this. I believe this is propaganda, <laughs> and I believe this is people just trying to continue to spread stigma around monkeypox and gay people. Why you say that? Because this sounds so crazy. It does. <laughs> All right? That this dog, sounds like something off, that Key and Peele would write in a sketch. This sounds it like does. something Chappelle would write in a sketch. It does. This sounds like something from in Living Color back in the day. This don't even sound real. <clears throat> well, if you have monkeypox, stay away from your pets is the moral of the story here. All right. I don't believe you. Let me go look it up. <laughs> I don't believe this. Was it, what was it? Italian Greyhound? Italian Greyhound, bro. Mm-hmm. This happened in Paris. Mm, 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 mm. All right. So you got for she? Yes, that's your front page news. All right. Now, Donald Trump, was it Donald Trump all wilding about bring the paperwork that I, t- that I took yeah, back to my property? Well, they put out the, you know, they, they put out the uh, search warrants, and in the search warrants, the feds feel like, you know, uh, he, he 
uh, committed espionage. So, so it's, viola- it's violation of the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and criminal handling of government records. He took some paperwork <clears throat> he wasn't supposed to have, and now he said bring that Classified paperwork Classified documents. The, 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 the fact he's not in jail lets you know that they don't want to arrest Donald Trump. But how does he ask for the paperwork back? Let me tell you something. Donald Trump has shown us how you can use white privilege to the fullest. None of these institutions were ever designed to punish whiteness, and Trump has exposed that in a way that we've never ever seen. Not to mention the 13 times Robert Mueller pointed out he may have obstructed justice uh, back during the Mueller report. Folks forgot about that. But the moral of the story is they don't want to arrest Donald Trump because they don't even know how to. They have have no idea how to punish this level of white privilege. They don't know. It's like you take a a drug dealer's crack and he'd be like, you know, bring my crack back. I need that back in the house. Listen, violation of the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and criminal handling of government records. And he's not in jail? Nope. Come on, man. All right. Well, Some people said that he would try. He maybe had been trying to sell those documents. Yo, he's the wild. And the fe- and it's the feds, <laughs> and he's not in jail. They have no idea how to punish this level of whiteness. Now, Trump's lawyer is saying that these documents was not classified material. They because no he declassified. Class- yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come love on, it. gotta love it. Once again, none of these institutions were ever designed to punish whiteness, and Trump has exposed that in a way that we've never, ever seen. All right. Uh. He's begging to go to jail. He's begging to be arrested, and they won't do it. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We were just talking about the youth football game where uh, one of the coaches were killed on the field. Now, these football Mm -hmm. games, these baseball games, these basketball games, these soccer games, all these meets and track meets and swimming meets, they all get crazy. All these meets. All these meets, huh, Envy? 800 585 1051. We're just asking. Let me say all these meets get crazy. What's the craziest hey, thing yo! you've seen at a youth Glizzy game? Gobbler over here. 800 585 1051. What's the craziest thing you've seen in the youth game? Maybe a kid plays Don't basketball. Don't change it now. Maybe he plays football. Maybe tennis. Maybe swimming. What's the craziest What's thing? What's the craziest thing you've seen at a meet? The craziest meet you've seen. All right. <laughs> That's what you said. I heard you. <laughs> It's the craziest meat you've seen, huh? <laughs> this guy's crazy. I'm crazy? Yes. Oh, okay. 800 What's the craziest thing you've seen at the youth game? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound feet of torque. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Club. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. <clears throat> it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about the tragic uh, thing that happened out in Texas. You want to break down what happened, Yeezy? Yes, this happened in Dallas, and uh, there was a youth football game, and a coach was actually killed. One mm. man was shot and rushed to a local hospital. He did not survive. That was Coach Mike Hickman. Yeah, uh, so we're asking 800-585-1051. What's the craziest thing you've seen at a youth game? Um, Of course, my uh, infamous argument with Chris Rock when Chris Rock's daughter was playing on the opposing team and I was coaching me and him were going back and forth at each other. He slapped you. He definitely did slap me. Uh, But we did. But it didn't get physical. No, it didn't get physical. I mean, we, we, you know, threw nasty, you know, lines at each other, but that was it. And then another time when my son was playing basketball, I jumped on the the, uh, court one time, argued with the ref. It was just stupid. Um, kid kept elbowing my son, so I told my kid if he if he does it again, and the ref don't call it, elbow him back. My son elbowed him back, and then the, the ref called the tech on my son, and not the other kid. And you know, I thought it was a, a black white situation, so I hopped on the court, and I was you know being a wild dad. That's the craziest I think. My son also played for Newark. He played for the Brick City Lions. Shout out to the Brick City Lions. And those parents don't take no ish from nobody. They're ready for war and drama whenever. You disrespect them, you disrespect their town. You feel like you're getting whatever. worked up again. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> it is. It. Like, I love I love I can't wait for, for, for Jackson to start playing so I can put him in Brick City Lions. But I love it. Like I haven't had any of those uh situations. My daughter only ran track for like a year, year or two. So 
nothing crazy ever happened to any of us. You mean at the chair events? Y'all didn't get busy? The chair, no, the chair events don't be having no I'm kind of problems. I'm just joking. Nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> chair events be cool because the chair events are so organized. It was not even like that kind of competition. The competition at the chair events is your team performs, the next team performs, Correct. and then they announce the winner at the end. It's not like, you know, they going head to head like a track meet or anything like that. What about you, Yee? Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't tell you the last time I've been at any type of youth games. Oh, uh, even when you were youth, you play basketball. Yeah, it wasn't like that. We didn't have no issues like that. We were lucky if people showed up to the game. Damn it, man. Your team must have sucked. Hello, who's this? Uh, hey, what's up, Envy? What up, Charlotte, man? It's Rick. Rick, Rick. What's happening, King? Talk to us. What's the craziest thing you've seen at a youth game? Yo, so crazy thing. I used to I used to coach uh, youth soccer, like teenage kids up to like 16 years old. And there was a bunch of Jamaican kids that I was, uh, was uh, coaching. Uh, and we went to a tournament out in Long Island. And one of the parents... Said a racial slur when we got in. So when we started playing, we washed them up. When we washed them up, we went to the parking lot, and the parent pulled the gun on one of my players. Wow. Damn! Oh my goodness! Yeah, where, man. Where were they from? Where were we from? Yeah, we were town. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And where oh, were they from? Levittown. We were out in Levittown. Levittown. Okay. Yeah, and we went out there, and one of the parents said, "Oh, they brought the circus," and they, they they said something like that when we got there. So when we were playing, that we didn't have no mercy. And we washed them up like night. We beat them, beat them really bad. And when we got out to the parking lot, one of the parents put a gun to one of my players. And we were all young because I was a young coach too at the time. I was like in my early twenties. And uh, the the players were like in their thirteen, fourteen year old kids. Wow, that's crazy. Now that's crazy. You know, even when um actually I'm thinking about it now. My son played for a seven and seven. He played for a Philly team, and they were out in Texas. And they damn near got into it with a team from I don't know if they the team was from Texas or if the team was from L.A. And it, it gets nasty. It gets to the point where, like, you know, parents are running on, like, kids are running on the field, breaking up arguments with parents. Like, it gets really nasty. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's happening, man? It's Craig. Craig, what up, Craig? Man, let me tell you, y'all parents, y'all be wilding at these games. I'm a high school and college basketball official. Let me tell you something, man. If we did this game on this uh, Indian Res, you know, regional game, girls too, man. And these these parents got so wild, they started throwing cups on the court. They oh started yelling and screaming obscenities. After the game, we go into the room to change and get out. The high school administrator comes in and said, hey, guys, we're going to have to get the local authorities to escort y'all out because the game didn't go the way that the home team wanted it to go. So they was like, yo, y'all come out here. We got some words to say. I'm talking about the dads, the moms. There's about, about a dozen of them, man. It was crazy, son. That's wild. Crazy. I see. I seen yeah. referees had to get escorted out before, though. I, I've definitely seen that, which oh, yeah. is disgusting. But I've definitely seen it's, that. It's very common. Very common. Very common, man. And you know, it, it's like we got a big responsibility here on the floor. When we hit the basketball court, we run the court. Like our word is final, and you know, parents don't have any say so. But some officials they get caught up in what the parents be saying, yep. and they be interjecting with them, and that's where it goes left. And as an official, you ain't supposed to interject with the fans. You're supposed to deal strictly with the game. Anything on the court. I mean, we can have a parent thrown out now. Yeah. But shoot, it, it don't get to that far. They they, they be ready to just handle business. <laughs> well, have a good one, man. Be Crazy. safe out there coaching them, right, refereeing for them kids. No doubt. All right, brother. 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the craziest thing you've seen in a youth game, whether it's football, basketball, uh, tennis, soccer, swimming, track meet, whatever it may be, what's the craziest thing you've seen? Call us up. It's the Breakfast Club. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about what happened out in Texas. Very sad. You want to uh, break down what happened, Yeezy? Yes. Um, unfortunately, a coach was killed from the youth football game, and that's Coach Mike Hickman after opposing coaches got into an argument. Okay. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the craziest thing you've seen at a youth game? Hello, who's this? This is Wayne. What's up, Envy? Wayne, what's going on, brother? We're asking, what's the craziest thing you've seen in the youth game, bro? Man, them guys betting on the game got out of hand the same way that happened in Dallas, and they take them games too serious. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's up, Envy E? I done dealt with y'all before. This is Wayne from Duval, man. Duval! Okay, what's up? What's up, Wayne? Hey, now, how y'all been doing, man? We all right. We just trying, to, just trying to survive, brother. Hey, how's everything with you? Man, you know, same old thing. One day at a time, trying to get back home. You feel me? All right. Well, you be safe out there, brother. Hello, who's this? Get your red. Hey, what's up, bro? We're asking, what's the craziest thing you've seen at a youth football game or youth game, I should say? Man, buddy put out a chop and went to bus. Why? At somebody inside Why? the game. Where was this at? Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, man. Don't say that, Charlamagne. So we keep you just like you. Jack in Kill, Florida. Huh? <laughs> Most of us down here from South Carolina. Our people nope. Don't don't South bring Carolina. us into this. We ain't got nothing to do with this, okay? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. All right? And I'm telling you, my people from your march in South Carolina and, and the island, St. Helena Island. So, yeah. Whatever. Don't, don't look it up. Don't bring us into this. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, brother. So what's the moral of the story? People take these games too far, man. They're just kids' games. They're supposed to keep the kids out the street. You're supposed to learn. They're supposed to teach some discipline. They're supposed to learn about the sport, learn about the game, and hopefully take it to a, another level, mate, whether I don't it's think high school, college, or even the NBA, NFL, or, or professional. Yeah, I don't think this, none of this behavior has anything to do with the game. You know you know how I do. I, I always tell people, you know, you got to go work on yourself because this sounds just like a bunch of projection of pain to me. It's like a bunch of people that's hurt and they hurting other people because whether it was the game or, you know, getting cut off in traffic, all they need is a reason to, to snap. Or they feel like this is their, you know, they didn't make it to the league, so they want their child to make it to the league, and they're pushing their child too much, and when something doesn't go their right, they're going to make sure their kid make it to the league. Well, shooting the coach and killing the coach ain't going to help your child get into the league. Not at all. That ain't what's mm -mm. up. No, nope, you're going to go to jail. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way easy. Yes, and let's talk about Megan Thee Stallion, her first week sales projections, and why she said writing this album had her breaking down in tears at times. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. All right, well, it looks like 50 Cent and Floyd Mayweather have officially squashed whatever issues that they have. 50 Cent posted, yeah, champ said he's going to pull up on me for Tycoon, so you know we're going to go crazy. Big bags coming out. TMT, Floyd Mayweather, boom. All right, previously they have been going back and forth on social media for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. And so at one point, 50 said he would even be down to fight Floyd if he was in the right weight class. Well, here's what 50 Cent had to say on The Breakfast Club about Floyd Mayweather and running back into him. I went to go see Monique, the comedy show, during the, uh, the Super Bowl weekend, mm -hmm. and Chant was there. Then when Monique came up, she spent like 10 minutes on set on me and Floyd. Mm -hmm. Oh, telling y'all, y'all need to stop the yeah, beef. Yeah, stop and, beefing with yeah. each other mm -hmm. and whatever. And I'm like, look, he don't need me. I don't need him. And 
it's different because a lot of the, pe- the people around are codependent. So mm-hmm. his habits are, are to treat people. Mm-hmm. So then eventually they resolve it mm-hmm. a lot faster. Like me and him get into an argument and it can go on for a lot longer. I call him chap when I'm talking about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to take away the discipline and the work that he put in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We got to fall in love with something. If he fell in love with the, the game and worked himself to a p- position where he's looked at as the best in it. Yeah, I'm glad those two brothers worked it out. Yes, here's what he had to say about their conversation. How was that initial conversation? Yo, why did you so long pull up on me, fam? Wow. Crazy, man. Why you say all that stuff? You say all that stuff about me. And then I'm like, yo, so when we get mad at each other, we're going to point out things and make difference. Man, he said all kinds of stuff about me. No, he did. Y'all yeah, went, yeah, yeah, y'all did. But do y'all apologize to each other? Yeah. I, when I came, he going, yo, why take you so long? Yeah, yeah. Because we can't get the time back. You see what I'm saying? And they going like, yo, if you, like, yeah, I just, because I'm out here, I said, I'm, let me go see what, what you was doing. Mm-hmm. And I just popped in. He was in, he was shaking. So it means it, it, it's time to fight again. It's time to fight again. Because mm-hmm. you're already back with the, with All right. Well, that's good news, the two of them. Yeah, no, that's great news. They were like besties for a minute. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad they worked it out. So he's going to be pulling up at uh, Tycoon next week in August 28th out in Houston. I think Floyd got a bunch of events he's doing with 50, so it's going to be a lot of fun out in Houston. That's good. All right, now let's talk about first week sales projections for Rod Wave and for Megan Thee Stallion. So it looks like Rod Wave is going to top the charts. They said he's expected to move between 120,000 to 140,000 units in the first week. That's great. Yes, so congratulations to him. Now, Megan Thee Stallion is expected to land at number two with Traumazine, and that album is projected to earn forty to 50,000 units in the first week. Now, stuff like that is always interesting to me because, uh, you know, Rod Wave don't have the machine behind him that Megan Thee Stallion has. Not at all. That's correct. But look how much records he's selling as opposed to Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, I feel like her album also was kind of a surprise drop because we didn't know the release date until right beforehand, too. I didn't know Rod was coming out either. So, yeah, so, you know, and Megan Thee Stallion has done some interviews where she talked about uh, a lot of different things. For instance, The Rock. Remember when The Rock named her as um, wanting to be her pet? If there was a celebrity that he would like to be a pet for, he said that it would be Megan Thee Stallion. Well, here is how Megan Thee Stallion reacted to that on uh, Sirius's The Morning Mashup. The Rock would like to be your pet. Yes. I mean, let's talk I about mean, this. that's kind of like legendary. Like, I'm right? kind of epic. I you mean, are. like, I feel like I used to watch uh, wrestling all the time. Yeah. Um, and like being from Houston and like watching The Rock and like how famous he is, yeah, and, like yeah. how but how much of a megastar he is, and he want to be my pet. Like, period. Like, <laughs> we made it. We might be a little famous. Okay. All right, she also talked about breaking down in tears while writing her new album, Traumazine. This is the first time I've like written music about how I like actually feel and not how I want to feel. I kind of wanted to talk about everything that's been happening to me since like 2019, like yeah. since my mom passed. Yeah. And I feel like I just kind of worked through it. Like I never really dealt with it. And I'm not saying I'm like still in a good place about it. I'm not saying I worked through it at all. Like I just feel like now I'm coming to a place like where it's all hitting me. Like, oh my gosh, all this stuff is happening to me. It did happen to me. Was it a release? Was it cathartic when you were in the studio? Were you like in on, like, on the mic and you would start to cry? Like, was this like a like I was a crying more so writing the songs than them recording the songs like it kind of felt like a weight off my chest a little bit yeah. like actually saying some of these things out loud and I feel like it feels good to like have people understand where I'm coming from alright well everybody that album is out now and she does have future on the album here's what she had to say about how much she paid him to do the track 
Yeah, somebody go pull two hundred fifty thousand dollars out of the bank and go drop it off to Future and tell him I need the verse before he leave. Cause we, I, I feel like we was both in Miami, and uh, I told my manager I was like fierce, and I feel like it was a Sunday. But anyways, blah blah blah, we got the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I had my manager go drop it off to him in a backpack, and uh, he gave me my verse back. First of all, he rapped over the whole beat, like he gave me the whole song. Future experience. Like yeah, he gave me the whole song. So, because he gave me the whole song, I had to go in the studio and I had to like edit, put it together. Yeah. Okay. So then, when I got his verses, I was like, I gotta write some new verses, like, cause I gotta make this make sense. So then I got in the studio with my engineer and then I put the song together and I was like, this is pressurelicious. This makes sense. All right. Wow, so, that's a lot of bread. Yeah. Cash. Put it in a backpack. But hey, if you got that's it and you wanted right. that verse, what bank is that? That's not about right for a future feature. Nine o'clock in the morning, say, let me take out two hundred fifty thousand dollars cash. She's can. a rapper. I'm sure she got that type of money lying around somewhere. Yeah, you well, probably not, call your person at the bank the first. It's the bank though, because she was in Miami. She lives somewhere else. You still got to get that money out of there. Ain't mm-hmm. no bank open on Sunday, is it? What? TD Bank. Is, is banks open, open on Sunday? Sunday? Yeah, TD Bank. I think it opens on Sunday. All right, no banks open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sure, I take out five thousand my bank. My bank was like, "You have to call for a sir." Let us know. All right. Well, look, she got it done. If you got to pay the price, it, and she doesn't seem mad about it. Yeah, and I saw people acting like that was a lot of money. That's future. You know how much people get for futures? Of course. That's like that's future, bro. Of course. We talking about it. Future got the highest selling rap album of the year right now. Mm-hmm. Thirteen years in the game. Drop on the clues, bomb for future. Tired of y'all fronting on Future, acting like Future Nobody's ain't out here breaking records. Nobody fronting on Future. Still having number one albums, 13 years in the game. You know how hard that is for a rapper? I know. Well, congratulations right. to Future. Well, that is your... You said congratulations to him? Yeah, congratulations. All the stuff that he's doing. Congratulations I thought you meant to him. that 250. Like, yes. No. <laughs> but it, look, if you want a Feature, you got the money. That's what it costs. That's right. That's what it is. It's business. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Uh, who are you giving that donkey to? Before after the hour, I need uh, Steve Lydon. Steve is the former superintendent of the Ramsey County Adult Detention Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, we need him to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get to that next. And today is... The uh, born day. Of Nipsey Hussle. Nip Hussle the Great. Drop on the clues bombs for Nipsey Hussle, man. I got on some marathon clothing sweatpants right now. I wanted to play some Nipsey right now, if you don't mind. Play some. What you uh, going to play, Dedication? Yeah, we're going to play Top of the Hour, and then we're going to play Dedication. What's Top of the Hour? Oh, well, that's what you got to say, the call letters. Oh, I thought I was about to say, oh, damn, I ain't never heard no Nipsey talk about Top of the Hour. I know he used to say Top of the Top all the time, but I was like, huh? Nah, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor, and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Except no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum, large size condoms. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. Lord have mercy. It's a breakfast club, bitches. All right, Sean, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Donkey of the day for Monday, August 15th goes to Steve Lydon. Uh, Steve 
was the former superintendent of the Ramsey County Adult Detention Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. And that's where Derek Chauvin, or as I like to call him, Devil Chauvin, that murderer, that sick, sadistic individual who kept his knee on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Actually, the body camera footage showed it was nine minutes and 20 seconds. But you know the evil human I'm talking about. Devil Chauvin, okay? That's where he was being held at. And back on May 29th, 2020, Steve Lydon banned CEOs of color from entering the fifth floor where Chauvin was being held. Lord have mercy. Let me tell you something. America has no idea how to punish whiteness. All right. They have no idea how to punish whiteness or racially motivated hate crimes like this because black people and other marginalized communities dying at the hands of racists like Devil Chauvin. That's been happening since the beginning of time. And this country has absolutely no idea how to properly punish them. Even when they get punished, in the case of Devil Chauvin, they get preferential treatment from somebody. Okay? Uh, has this former superintendent, Steve Lydon, never thought about the thousands of black men who have been locked up and, you know, watched over by racist-ass white CEOs? Of course not. All right? Because a black man being locked up and watched over by racist-ass CEOs is what the prison system is all about. All right, this caste system that was created in America hundreds of years ago is still designed to protect the devil chauvins of the world. Meanwhile, it's been weaponized against us, okay? Us meaning black and brown people, okay? Black people, all right? Which is why several officers filed charges of discrimination with the Minnesota Department of Human Rights, and their complaint that followed... Uh, it was, what, eight officers alleged multiple violations of the Minnesota human rights, including race and color discrimination and a hostile work environment. Three of the plaintiffs asserted claims of retaliation. They alleged emotional distress as well as loss of income. All right. Ramsey County Board Chairwoman uh, Trista. Boy, I'm about to mess her name up. Trista Mattis Castillo. She apologized Tuesday to the officers affected. She said the actions taken by sheriff's office leadership that day were more than just wrong. They were racist, heinous, highly disrespectful, and completely out of line. No one should, no one ever should have questioned your ability to perform your job based on the color of your skin. She's absolutely right. And that's why those HCOs are going to receive almost $1.5 million as settlement for racial discrimination. Okay? I think the number is too low. I think it should be $1.5 million apiece, not $1.5 between all eight of them, because this level of care is never given to black and brown people, okay? Nobody ever stops to think about who could be discriminating against us simply because of the color of our skin. But the fact that they are still looking out for this man who is doing damn near 43 years state and federal time for murder is mind-blowing but not surprising, all right? Treat that man with the same disregard that you treat black and brown people doing that kind of time for murder, all right? I'm telling you, this country does not know how to punish whiteness. If everybody didn't take it to the streets for George Floyd, then they might have let this dude get off too. All right? White privilege is beyond real. Hell, look at what's going on with Trump right now. Violation of the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and criminal handling of government records. Not to mention the 10 or 13 times Robert Mueller showed he obstructed justice in the Mueller report. The feds coming to get you, but don't arrest you. The reality is they don't want to arrest him. All right. The reason they don't want to arrest him is because none of these institutions were ever designed to punish whiteness. That is why people like Devil Chauvin can still get preferential treatment from said institutions. Please let Remy Ma give Steve Lydon the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? 1.5 is too low for eight people. Every single correction officer should uh, be getting like a million bucks a piece. 1.5 a piece. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm.
Now we talking Channing Crowder? Let's talk sexy men. Now, what happened right, with you? Channing Crowder? <laughs> sure. You tell me, guys. You guys were talking about this all morning. Well, Channing Crowder, it was on an episode of the Pivot Podcast. Who was the guest? Who was Channing Crowder talking to? Hold on. I forgot who the guest was. Was it Denzel? Uh, who was it? Denzel. Uh, yeah, Denzel Ward. Channing Crowder was talking to Denzel Ward. And um, he had this to say. But you are beautiful. <laughs> what you mean? Well, like, you got pretty eyes. Like, you got good skin. What you got the little highlights. Like, like no, no, no. But you a dog now. Like, yeah. I watched you play. You a dog. But did you have to fight that? Like, when fight you walk out, you, what just, you, you just look, you look so pleasant and nice. You know? But then you got to choke a bitch to sleep. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, do dudes try you when they see you? Be like, oh. Oh, no, 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 no. no. This dude got you. You had to fight that? I mean, you the first dude that called me beautiful. Oh, you are. <laughs> Denzel Ward is a cornerback for the Cleveland Browns, too. He signed a five-year, $100.5 million deal. So what is the question we're asking right now? People acting like this is wrong. Like People acting like Channing Crowder can't say this to another man. Like I don't know why this is an issue. I'm trying to think if y'all have ever complimented each other like that. I give brothers compliments all the time. Kevin Gates was up here last week. I said, Kevin, you look good. And he does look good. His skin look clear. You mm-hmm. can tell he lost weight. You know what I'm saying? You can tell he's taking care of himself mentally, physically, and emotionally, and spiritually. I don't see nothing wrong with complimenting a, a, a brother like that. Yeah. I, I have never You've got said, pretty eyes. I've never said somebody looks beautiful and had pretty eyes. You have definitely complimented me on my eyebrows. Not only have you complimented me on my eyebrows, you've complimented me on my, my shape. Yeah, but I'm joking. No, you're not. No, I you can't joke like I that. How can you, you joke? You were joking when you I, did it. I, joking, I, I am joking. I have never bro, seen you look beautiful. You don't look at this 41, 36, 43, you know, body and say you joking. All right? Especially, I remember you bro. told him before. You said something about his um, butt was looking like it was sitting right. Or Thank something you, like that. Thank I said you. He had thick thighs. Bro. It's, it's oh, okay. that same difference. I've never said this man looks beautiful. Bro, however you. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it, okay? You look beautiful. Thank you, King. Say it back. I mean, I would, but you don't. <laughs> you, just, you just don't. Why would you stand like that? What are you doing? Yeah, I would if you did, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? I take mine back, though. All right? If you want to get a compliment from Charlemagne, all you got to do is say the opposite. You'd be like, I feel so ugly. I'm so ugly. Like, no, you're beautiful. That's right. That's true. That's how you draw in the compliment. So what's the question? Where do we go? We're like, wait, how we get here? That is true. Where's I'll lift you up when you're down. Huh? <laughs> lift him up. Show us. You going to lift me up? <laughs> how you going to lift me up? Listen, the moral of the story is there's nothing wrong with what Shannon Crowder said. Uh, people are up in arms about this yeah. for whatever reason. You know, the fake outrage that they do online. I don't They're see up how in you. arms can, about it? Well, not up in arms, but you know, no. people are trying to say the man's whatever, gay or whatever. But my thing is, like, you can't say that people are being. Uh, you can't complain about toxic masculinity. And then when a brother is, is comfortable enough to give a compliment yeah, like that to another eyes, man, you upset. You got good skin, you Come got on, the man. highlights. Come on, man. I've never said you look beautiful. You've complimented me on my eyebrows, and you've complimented me on my shape. And it Knock clearly it off. meant a lot to you. Cause you <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I take, I take the compliments wherever I get them. Okay? Right. That's how we comment. Look at you. 800. <laughs> look at you. Look at you. Okay, yeah, thick thighs. Okay, thick thighs. 800. Have you not done that? What? Have you not said that to me? That what? what okay, thick thighs. I have. And then All you right. said they no, save lives. I, call I cho- remember that. I called you Chocolate Thunder. Now nah, you from being honest. Chocolate Thunder. Okay, good. But that's me and you. 
<laughs> All right. Am I going to say it too much right now? Hey, what's the question? Damn it. The question is, do you find anything wrong with what Shannon Crowder said to Denzel Ward? No, I think y'all should talk to each other like that more frequently. Because women do it all the time. We'd be like, I respect oh my it. God, you look good. Let me feel though. Is that real, girl? You been Like, we talk to each other like that all the time. I have, you better not ask I me. I ain't doing all that. Let me feel it now. But I've, 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 I've definitely, I have no problem doing what Shannon Crowder did. All right. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy and <coughs> Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Chan and Crowder. <sighs> Channing Crowder, uh, they was on the Pivot Podcast, Salute to the Pivot Podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. And Channing Crowder was talking to cornerback Denzel Ward. Uh, he's a cornerback for the Cleveland Browns. And Channing had this to say about Mr. Denzel Ward. But you are beautiful. <laughs> what you mean? Well, like? you got pretty eyes. Like, you got good skin. What you got the little highlights. Like, like no, no, no. But you a dog now. Like, yeah. I watched you play. You a dog. But did you have to fight that? Like, when like you walk out, you, just, you just look, you look so pleasant and nice. <laughs> but then you got to choke a bitch to sleep. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, do dudes try you when they see you? Be like, oh. Oh, no, 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 no. This dude got you. You had to fight that? I mean, you the first dude that called me beautiful. Oh, you are <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> so now the question is, uh, what do you think of that conversation? I see absolutely positively nothing wrong with it. Um, you know, I compliment brothers like that all of the time. You know, I saw Kevin Gates last week or whenever Kevin Gates was up here. And I said, yo, you look good, brother, because you can see that his, his skin looked healthy. He was glowing. You could tell he lost weight. You could tell he working out. You could just, you know, see that he has an inner glow about him, that, you know, he's on the right path mentally. Spiritually, physically, I don't see anything wrong with telling another. I'm uh, sure he appreciates another the human compliment. that. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with it. What's the problem? Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything wrong with it. I've never called somebody gorgeous, but um, you I've complimented gorgeous. Charlemagne. Charlemagne has complimented many a times. I've never complimented you. Always compliment you. me, bro. Never. Yes, you do. You never give me anything to compliment you about. Compliment give him a compliment never. now. You just you just touched my leg on the way out and said I got nice legs. I did not say that. You had shorts on. Then what did you do? I just reached for something. See? When I wasn't reaching, See, I'm, not, I wasn't, I'm not playing this game with you no more. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, no, 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 it had nothing no, to do no, with I'm anything other no than more. that they was out. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, good morning, Breakfast Club. It's your boy Chunks, man, Scratch Line ENT. Yo, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. I wanted to comment, man, brother. Like, listen, we as black men, we either going to support each other and compliment each other, or we either going to criticize each other. We can't play both sides in the middle. I agree. We want to address masculinity. Then every time somebody want to compliment another brother, we want to sit here and critic. Yo, come on, bro. What is it we gonna do? We gonna support each other or we not? I'm with you 100, percent my brother. That's why I don't like the I don't like the backlash that Shannon Crowder is getting. Because just like you just said, either either they gonna complain about toxic masculinity, or when we show each other love, they gonna complain. Which one is it? Hello, who's this? Yeah, it's Terry from Duval. Duval, what's your, what's your comments, bro? What you think? Hey, my com yeah, my comments, man. I think Shannon was talking to Ward like he was a snack, though. He was putting a lot of emphasis on his comments, and that's, there's a difference between me telling Charlamagne, now, you know, I love with your way your ball your ball head looks today, or hey, you know, <laughs> thank you, King. You look beautiful today, but at the end of the day, when you play those comments back, he was putting a lot of emphasis. On, on on my man Ward, like I don't know, he was kind of looking at him, kind of funny. I didn't feel like that because I, I, you know, I listened to the Pivot podcast. That's how Channing talks. Channing puts a lot of emphasis on everything. But he was putting a lot on like how he looked, though. Like there's a difference. You What's wrong with that? You know there's a difference between you 
telling telling anyone something and then him with like all this emphasis on Ooh, and I and E, like man, you. I ain't get all, all that. Comments, man. Yeah, man, I ain't hear all them oohs and ahs and e's, man. Well, if somebody said that to you, would you just say thank you and take it as a compliment? I would, but in the back yeah. of my mind, I, I might feel more uncomfortable. Why? Because I don't know this man like that. You just told me I got a beautiful bald head and amazing eyebrows. I didn't think take take nothing from that. But I said it in a very manly way. You, you sound funny, man. <laughs> 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 All right, brother. So you got to walk up to him and say, you got a beautiful bald head. Beautiful bald head. Aggressive with it. Sexy eyes. Thank you, King. <laughs> See, 800- Thank you, King. King, I appreciate that, King. Up, man. 800-585-1051. We're talking about Channing Crowder. Channing Crowder. And this is what he said. But you are beautiful. What you mean? Well, like, you got pretty eyes. Like, you got good skin. What you got the little highlights. Like, like no, no, no. But you a dog now. Like, yeah. I watched you play. You a dog. But did you have to fight that? Like, when fight you being beautiful. Out, what you, you mean? Just, you just look. You look so pleasant and nice. <laughs> but then you got to choke a bitch to sleep. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, do dudes try you when they see you? Be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. This dude got you. You had to fight that. I mean, you the first dude that called me beautiful. Oh, you are <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> What's your thoughts on it? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Channing Crowder, and uh, this is what he said. But you are beautiful. <laughs> what you mean? Well, like, you got pretty eyes. Like, you got good skin. What you got the little highlights. Like, like, no, no, no. But you a dog now. Like, yeah. I watched you play. You a dog. But did you have to fight that? Like... Like being beautiful, you look so pleasant and nice. <laughs> but then you got to choke a bitch to sleep. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, do dudes try you when they see you? Be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. This dude got you. You had to fight that? I mean, you the first dude that called me beautiful. Oh, you are <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> and we're asking, what's your thoughts? Y'all men need to give each other compliments more often and stop worrying about things like that. You told the man he looks good, beautiful right. eyes, beautiful skin. That's right. And that's nice. true. Thank you. Yo, because you know what you know what's so specific about those compliments? What? Think about how many people you meet whose skin be looking dry mm-hmm. and ashy because they don't take care of themselves because they don't drink enough water. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Think about how your eyes be looking yellowish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Reddish because you don't drink enough water because you don't take care of yourself. Those are top-tier compliments when you compliment somebody's skin and the way their eyes look. Salute to Channing Crowder, man. I don't see nothing wrong with it. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Kelvin from Miami. How are you? Hey, what's up, brother? We're talking about uh, what's, what's your comments on, on, on what he said. What I'm saying is, I feel like this. You can't tell the man that he can't feel offended or somebody can't feel offended. The same way if I went up to the beautiful Angela Yee and started complimenting her without her permission, she might find it as toxic and harassing. But if Idris Elba did it, she might find it acceptable. It's about the person. You can't tell a person, hey, you have to take this compliment if they don't want it from that individual. Well, who said that? Who said that he, he was offended? Isn't that what the topic is? No, 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 no. no. The problem is people online were acting like there was something wrong with what Channing Crowder did by by giving him that compliment. Was the comment unsolicited? I mean, most compliments about somebody's looks are unsolicited. Did he ask you, how do you think I look today? No, he did not ask that. (laughs) But normally when somebody gives you a compliment, it's not because you asked for one. Yeah. 
Yeah, but this is a new society we live in. You just can't assume okay. that you can say certain things to people. I see what you're saying. I'm, listen, I, I, I see what you're okay, saying. If we're, you if we're trying to play by these new rules, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I think your skin looks good. It's not really offensive. Hello, who's this? It's more like a healthy thing. Hello? Hey, hey what's up? This is Jamal from Springfield. Jamal from Springfield. What's up, brother? What's good, y'all? Envy, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, brother. Yo, I was calling because I hear y'all talking about, you know, the men complimenting men and stuff. Talk uh -huh. to me, King. I'm not going to hold you, man. I'm a light-skinned, 6'2", green-eyed, black guy, so it happens a lot to me, too. Old, young, every race, they kind of look at you weird and be like, oh, you get all the women, huh? Most overrated description of a human ever when they say light skin, tall with green eyes, okay? You a hater. Nobody cares about that yeah. 1980 Yo, something beauty standard. Yo, you got curly hair too, huh? <laughs> he got curly huh? hair. Huh? Nah, Charlamagne's such a hater. Yo, when I used to ride my bike a lot, he always used to be like, yo, I love watching you ride your bike. He never said that. All that. You never said that? You did. Never said you that. asked me where I got my shorts from and all that. Never said you that. Lying. I did ask you about your shorts. See? See? But I never okay. said I liked the way you ride your bike. Yes, you do. I'm Kishala, man. I can't help what my color is, man. I wish I did have that. Most overrated right. beauty standard is light Dark. skin with green eyes. Y'all look hater. like pit bulls. You a hater. Let your Uncle Charlotte be the first well, to tell you light skin people with green eyes look like pit bulls. You a hater. Hater. Hello, who's this? You've been hurt. Light skinned brother took your girl or something. Hello, who's this? Uh, light skinned men and women look like pit bulls. <laughs> Yo, shut Uncle up, Charlotte said Watch it. Your right. mouth. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Hello? Yeah, you got Brandon from Louisville. Brandon from Brandon. Louisville. I mean, uh, I heard what you said about this. Uh, me and my brother, we tell each other as often as possible how good you fucking, like, uh, I mean, you need more black brothers out here lifting each other up, complimenting them, letting them know you look good. Like, Ain't nothing wrong with that. I you agree. Masculinity out here. You got folks out here killing each other over stupid stuff like that. You look good. I agree. I'm with you 100%, my brother. All right, brother. What's I'm, the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is never underestimate the power of a random compliment. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think there's anything wrong with a, with a, with a black man or uh, any man, you know, telling another man, you know, they, they appreciate their appearance. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think we so superficial. We'll, we'll tell a man he got a nice car, he got a nice chain, but when a man been in the gym, you know, actually working out, or when a man's taking care of himself and you can see it in his skin, you can see it in his eyes, you can't give him a compliment? Y'all out y'all damn mind. Salute to Chan and Crowder, man. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Tiffany Haddish and her finances and also realizing her own power and impact as an actor. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. All right, well, Tiffany Haddish is on the cover of Cosmopolitan Magazine, and she's talking about a whole lot of things, including buying real estate. Now, she discussed living off of $500 a month while on the Carmichael show and filming Keanu, and she said she was able to pay off half of the house that she bought before season two of the Carmichael show. She said she bought a house despite pushback from her friends. She said, I just knew I was going to have to always make enough money to take care of me in the house, and that's what I did. She said the final check to fully pay off the home came from money that she earned playing in Girls Trip. She made $80,000 for that role back in 2017. Now, Tiffany also said that she's just starting to realize her power and impact as an actor. 
taking classes at Harvard, like the business of entertainment, media, and sports. She said, I realized in that class that I've really been selling myself short all these years. You need the writer to tell the story, to put the story down on paper, but you need the performer to bring it to life. And she said she has turned down millions of dollars to do a post because it didn't represent her brand. Mm. And she said um, more millions because her soul is worth more than that. There you so. go. Drop on the clues, for Queen Tiffany Haddish. Forever love for Tiffany. Yeah, she said she has broke PTSD. A lot of us have, that's have right. that. You know, she said when she started making a little bit of money, that's when she knew that she had to do something with those checks. She said, now I have mm-hmm. a surplus of money, but I'm still afraid of being poor again. Every movie I made, I would just buy another piece of land or a house. That's right. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, now um, she also had previously talked about asking Usher for permission before making that joke about herpes. She said, I got this joke. I curse you out with joy. I hope that you spread it. I hope you spread it like Usher spreads herpes. She said, I have said that in front of Usher. And she said that his response was, your ass is crazy. (laughs) And so she said, well, there's a rumor out there saying you got herpes. I don't know if you do or don't, but that ish is funny. She said, and he agreed. I don't know if you should ask permission for the joke. You know what I mean? Because it's a joke at the end of the day. It like, all it depends who, if he's gonna be there while you tell a joke. Yeah, I don't. I, I highly doubt that's the protocol of uh, most comedians. You think Chris Rock says, "Hey, Jay, I'm, can I have permission to ask this joke?" It depends how far it goes. <laughs> well, she did say if he would have said, "Don't say that no more. I don't like it. I'm not comfortable with you saying that," she would stop. Yeah, but if you do that with all your jokes, then everybody will probably feel that way. You know what I mean? Because if you run a joke by Usher, you got to run a joke by everybody else you make fun of. All right, and speaking of comedians, rest in peace to Teddy Ray, comedian and actor Teddy Ray. He has passed away at the age of 32. We know him from multiple appearances on Pause with Sam J and Cancel Court. Mm -hmm. And um, a cause of death was not immediately revealed. But All Deaf did post, All Deaf family were heartbroken and still can't believe that our brother Teddy Ray has passed away. We will miss him every day. But we know he will have heaven laughing. Our deepest condolences and prayers to his immediate family and friends. Salute to Teddy Ray. I didn't know the brother personally, but man, 32 years is way too young to way be going. Way too young, yeah. 32? You know what you can accomplish in the next 10 years of your life? So I'm saying, man, okay, the older you get, appreciate it, man. Age is a blessing. Embrace it. All right, and Little Fizz is going to be on Drink Champs. And in the preview, we see that he's talking about his fallout with Omarion, amongst other things. Here is that uh, preview. Like, I'm hitting this up, no, no response. Reading red in the DM, no response. I'm going on the next season talking about the group, putting the back together. I had a conversation with April on that, on that season. But, but hold on, you said on the DM? Yes. Wait. Because I don't have a number. Nah, y'all front, man. No cap. You're taking it too far. Bro, it's always been like this. Like, nah, it's like the, the dude comes y'all back. Y'all don't got a group chat? The dude comes B2K back. B2K group chat? So literally, I hadn't talked to him from that time till one day I was at April Crib before the tour even came about conversation. And he was coming to drop off his kids and he seen me sitting on the couch. And I was like, what's up? And he just turned and walked away. Tried to have a conversation with him then. Yeah, it's not just Lil Fizz either. It's Rasby yeah, and uh, J Book too. But yeah, B2K, J Book, mm-hmm. Rasby, Lil Fizz. That comes out on the 19th. Sounds that interesting. Full episode. Hey, man, make sure you subscribe to the Drink Champs podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, damn it. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. And right. that Drink Champs with um, Talib Kweli, Yasin Bey, uh, also with a guest appearance by Dave Chappelle, is also out. All right. Well, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Just reminding you, mm-hmm. there's five days left to my car show. Of course, August 20th in Atlantic City. Celebrity cars from everybody from 50 to Meek Mill, Little Uzi, Fat Joe, Fab, Clue. Just to name a few. Uh, there's carnival rides, games. There's a lot going on, so I can't wait to see you guys next Saturday. Now, Charlemagne. Yes, indeed. You got a positive note? I do, man. Uh, I want to tell people, too, man, uh, make sure you scream. Uh, this week's episode of my late night talk show, hell of a week. Uh, last week we had Michael Rappaport on. We had um, who else did we have on last week? Damn, I forgot that fast. Michael Rappaport, Brandon Marshall. Oh, Brandon Marshall, Marianne Williamson, and Sam J. Mm-hmm. Salute to uh, my my great panel last week: Sam J, Marianne Williamson, and Brandon Marshall. And uh, Michael Rappaport was on as well. So make sure you scream that episode right now on Paramount Plus. Okay, okay. Now the positive note is simply this. Grace is getting something you don't deserve, and mercy is not getting what you do deserve. Breakfast Club, bitches! Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.